Yes. How's everyone been this week? I feel ugly today, you know. You look it as well. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm not being funny. Charles is the only one that's looking quite peng out of all of us right now, to be fair. Yeah, because he's got the sunshine. He's been living life this whole time. How's the buyer, Charles? It's hot, bruv. It's, it's actually yeah. horrible. I've never really been here at this time. It's not. Oh, yeah, of course. When you say hot, yeah, it's June. temperature. Uh, today probably got up to about 42. Ah, oh, forget about it. I'm not leaving my house. Yeah, if you don't need to go out, don't go out, boy. This guy, this guy was DJing in Dubai when the World Cup was happening in this weather. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, outside. Yeah, man. I honestly melting. It's not, it's not, yeah, no, no, it's not a joke. Do you know what it was, right? So firstly, we I had to take a um a change of t-shirt in my car because definitely before I even got to the venue, I was sweating, so I changed my t-shirt. Um we used to have a big fat fan and an umbrella covering the laptop, and the fan was fanning the laptop itself. Every DJ's laptop cut off like within their set because of the heat. It was mental, bruv. And then, oh, oh, and the worst, the, the wickedest thing about it, we'd have our um, laptop stand, the laptop on the stand, and underneath the laptop stand, ice. we'll have a device. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly. And it, and it, it didn't mad. It didn't do nothing. No, the, 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 the ice melted, like, before you even played your next tune, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> what does it feel like in Dubai? I feel like I ask every week, but does it feel like a normality? Obviously, this time of year, all the clubs are shut anyway, but in terms of just normal day-to-day life, does it feel normal yet, Charles? Yeah, pretty much. Like everything, all the malls are 100% now. Um, all beach clubs what, and restaurants. It's been up outside and all that. Nah, but we'll definitely chat about that. All the malls are open, the beach clubs and bars and restaurants all open. All at 100%, like there's no rules, uh, no cap on it. Even with pools now as well, you can get in a pool. Yeah, pools are just open as well. But as long as I saw it, zero gravity. Yeah, they're open. Everyone they everything, posted. Everything's just normal. The only thing that's not is DJs and entertainment. Still no DJs. I do feel like we're gonna be the last thing to get back to We are, man. Last on the list. Normal. Yes, yeah, it's, it's sort of DJs. Yeah, but I think in, in England in England it's different though, because you can there's not a rule that DJs can't play. Do you get what I mean? The only reason a DJ can't play is if there's no events. Yeah. When in Dubai, it's literally the government saying, nah. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Literally. No, that what's, like DJs what's the fall under. That, though? They feel that's going to attract people and attract too people, many people. I think. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know how, what the difference is between 500 people in a swimming pool to a DJ. Like, as long as the venue stays within the capacity and social distancing is met, what, what would be the dis- difference? So the the places that are open are they playing they're playing music or just playing like a playlist? Yeah, I've, I've done about three different four hour mixes for venues where I just, just give the mix to the venue. Yeah. Hey, do you know what though? Yeah, you know, like I did a few mixes for a couple of venues in Dubai, like while I was living out there. Yeah, someone messaged me and said, "Oh, one of your mixes are playing now." <laughs> We're in Dubai I'm not even there, now. like yeah. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah, so Is there any update then in Dubai, like in terms of when hospitality all goes back to normal? Or they're not really saying it anything? It technically is. It's just down to the entertainment side of things. Like there's okay. no rules on promoting now. Like you couldn't, brunches are back, ladies' days are back, everything, all of that's back. 
as long as social okay. distancing. Oh, with just the playlist playing. Yeah. Wow. Seems mad. And, and that's the same. That's the same. Um, like setup as like during uh, Ramadan, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty. It's pretty much Ramadan rules that are here now. Yeah. Still curfew at eleven o'clock, so everything's like you can. It's mad. It's curfew at eleven o'clock. But if you're somewhere after 11 o'clock, you can get a taxi and go home after 11. Today feels like the, um, the first day of the new normal in London, well, UK. Obviously, Westfields, Lakeside and all the kind of big regional shops. I'm saying that because I'm from London. All the big regional shops are all back open. Um, so, like, they got uh, Boris over the weekend to do the walk around. In just to promote, Yeah, yeah to promote that. the fact that it's all open and it's all clean and there was loads of shots of people cleaning and stuff and just to build everyone's encouragement into coming. Um, but yeah, I think the only reason why I probably wouldn't go there this week ain't because I'm fearful. It's just because I feel like it's probably going to be busy or... Oh, uh, mate. Um, Primark, up here in Newcastle, apparently the, 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 um, the queue for Primark is immense. Like, it goes around the whole centre or something. Like, I've seen that for pretty much every... Every Primark around the country. Yeah, is yeah but the, the, do you know the maddest thing about it? On a normal day, the queues in Primark is crazy t- to get to the till. So imagine now, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, they ain't really got an online presence. But is, is, a queue, exactly. is there a queue because they've got a limit how many people can go in? Or is there a queue because everyone wants to go there? I, I don't know. I think it's I a bit of both. both. Yeah, I yeah. think it's, a, it's definitely a bit of both. There's people queuing around the block for Sports Direct, which you could, I mean, you could definitely get all that stuff online. Like, it's not like, what experience you gain from going there to, to, to see that stuff like you know I, I was saying earlier to a friend that if you've got a kid or kids you've been at home it's not amazingly hot today it's just an excuse to get out of the house right mm. yeah but why do you want to just, t- just to wheel him about happening. why do you want to center? take your kid to a shopping centre yeah there's an argument for that but I guess if you I guess if you if you feel safe enough to take him to a beach or to the park with yeah, distancing but even, in place. Even here is like no kids under 12 and no uh, adults over 60 can do anything, basically. Like, they can't okay. go to the malls, they can't do anything. But their reasoning is more a kid under 12, you're not able to really control them running up to another kid that they know and giving them a cuddle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which well, so are they, they going to ID you if you're 59? What? If you look old, they're going to say... <laughs> Sorry, sorry, you're over 60, you can't come into the mall. Well, it's Dubai. It's Dubai. You, 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 want, yeah, you have to show everywhere, boy. It's encouraging signs, though. If I think back to some of the conversations we were having earlier, in earlier podcasts, it feels like it's now actually happening. Um, so, yeah, it's encouraging. Like, I don't know, really. Like, obviously, we're all in the hospitality thing, and it's just been a bit um, doom and gloom and uncertain. But when you see... If they're, if they're giving the go-ahead to places like Westfield that must house, I don't know how many thousand daily, then it can't be too longer for us. Mm. For, you, for you, Haynes, with like, um, private bookings and stuff, has there been any movement there? People starting to inquire? Any things that you've got I've postponed? Had, I've, had, I've, had, I've had a couple of um, people inquire, yeah. But I think once I've given them a quote, I've not heard from them. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing the COVID prices now. <laughs> no, <laughs> but they're, off for this year. They're talking about 2021, so I'm like, fair play, man. Like this is the this is the price, isn't it? But now, nah, man, like you know what it is with me, bro, with the um, prices and stuff, like and 
with my private gigs and um, weddings and things like that. Like I'll tell you the truth. Like I thought about it and I thought, you know what? Like I'm, I want to keep myself on a like on a higher budget level. Do you know what I mean? And mm. if 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 bookings come and they're not like kind of happy for the quote I give them, then I'll say fair enough. Find someone else. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I'm kind of I'm kind of valuing myself at, at the higher end, and I think I should. Um, so yeah, I'm confident too. So I'm I'm happy to kind of say no to certain bookings that don't. That I'm not happy with the price. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not. Wouldn't you treat that as a case by case thing, though? Like there could be there could be something that you may have to do cheaper for the look of it. Oh yeah, of course. But I've only had like since the last since the um, lockdown and coming out of the lockdown, I've had had two inquiries. So I mean, and and you know the good thing about it, like it's mad, like because obviously I've not been pushing myself or pushing the company do you know what I mean so these guys have actually found me like yeah yeah I think for me that's a positive thing do you know what I mean but um yeah like I I, I think even with this lockdown situation it's kind of made me reevaluate um my whole movements as well to be honest with you like um up until now like I've never ever had a normal job like I, I have every now and again do you know what I mean but I've not. I've always relied on DJing to survive. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it's kind of now it's kind of opened my eyes a bit more, and I think now, like moving forward, I think I do want to look for like a, a job that is a bit more secure to me. Um, because if something like this was to ever happen again, I'm not saying it will, but I'd rather have that security. Do you know what I mean? Like even yeah. the fact that people I know that were on furlough and stuff like that. Like it's that kind of security in times of a crisis that I could have done with. Do you know what I mean? So, and I think, um, for me, like if I, if I can get myself like a normal, when I say normal, you know what I mean? But get myself like a normal job, then I can carry on doing what I'm doing and I can be a bit more picky with, with the gigs I, I take on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do, I do, I'll be honest with you, I do I did find myself like doing a lot of gigs that I didn't want to do. And yeah, I think that's what kind of made me For what reasons kind of resist- that what? just doing it for what? the money more so than actually wanting yeah, to do it. Like, yeah. yeah, like do you know what I mean? Like that's everyone, isn't it? I reckon if yeah, they're exactly. real stuff. Yeah, and that's it. I feel that's what I mean. I feel like if I can get myself like just a normal Easy job, like, do you know what I mean? Nothing too strenuous. And then um, I've got that regular money coming in. Obviously, this work is daytime work and my DJ is nighttime, do you know what I mean? So it's not, it's, there's no conflict. So I can then take gigs as and when and as I, as I feel. Yeah. You get me? But that's, that's kind of my, my forward steps. I would mirror that. I would mirror that 100%. I think. I think the last 11, 12 weeks has made everyone think just a little bit deeper about um, moving forward. And like, I, I'd, I'd say I'm the same, like maybe not exactly the same in how you're thinking, but I definitely feel like relying on one uh, revenue stream is probably not the way forward, to be honest with you. Like mm. well, when, as soon as you sign up the industry, you're, you're quite a risk taker because yeah. anything can happen at any time. A, a venue could burn down a manager that you had a relationship with that had you on a good way leaves the venue. All these kind of things can happen. So definitely thought, yeah, when this is all over, I need to work to a second stream for sure. 
do. I'll, I'll easily go and work in a supermarket and have this as my side, side hustle. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, within the next 12 months, like, I'm going to be guesting a lot of shows, a lot of podcasts. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to be, like, presenting a lot of um, TV shows. <laughs> so, like, you know, I believe in my source, man. I'm out of here. I'm out of it, here. Is, it is amazing see actually like um like good friends that i know who i never would have thought would have uh, gone to work in a supermarket or uh for delivery companies as soon as it and they quickly clock that there's no income everyone's perception changed very very swiftly i rate it because you've just you've seen this you've analyzed the situation and thought okay cool i need to make money here i'm going to go and do that whether it be full-time part-time whatever to do to get to get money in and you, you've not thought about the stigma of doing it. You've not thought about anything like anything else. You've just gone and done it. Yeah. And I, I do rate that because there's definitely a, I think there's a bit of a stigma in it's sort of the world we're in. People thinking, oh, like, oh, I'm not going to go and work because that's going to, that could just like crush in my dreams of doing music yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. But ultimately, like, if, if you need to make an income here, you're going to, even short term or long term, if you need to make it happen, they've just gone and done it. Yeah. Which I do rate. And also, it's, it's that's also the perception as well. Jump in, like I'm meant to be a DJ, but I'm working in a supermarket. Oh, totally. it might look like it might look like I'm flopping. I flopped, like do you know what I mean? Totally. But, um, no, nah, after this situation, bun that, know, bun your perceptions done. Yeah, yeah, cool. bun all yeah. that. Bruv. Like I don't I, like you, bruv. I'll be. I'll happily serve you in Tesco's. Say something to me, bruv. I'll meet you after the shift and I'll do one, <laughs> bruv. Get me, bruv. Like, say something to me, bro. Like I'm gonna make it cool to work in Tesco <laughs> but, um, having said that though one place I, I refuse to work and I, and this has been since day dot is McDonald's you, you'll never see me working in McDonald's hey it's, it's a holy uh, that, no, holy venue that right now uh, mate. bun that bro holy. bun working in McDonald's that is that is a no go for me Wait, people queuing that, up that's, where, the that's where I draw the line yeah yeah but they're not queuing up to see you do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> I do think that stigma's out the window, though, for a lot of people that we're... I think a lot of people, especially the world that we're in, saw certain jobs as below them, but then got a sort of a harsh reminder of reality that certain jobs are not below you. And yeah, if you need to make that money, that's, that's one way of doing it. Yeah, and you know what? Um, you know street cleaners, yeah? They get paid pee breath. They get paid a wage. I'm telling you now, I'd probably go out there and be a street cleaner. Like the money they get is is second to none, bro. Like, yeah, they know that actually. Yeah, that's that's been men and people like that big money. Yeah, yeah, proper. Like they get the hours can't be long either, can it? Start at seven, finish at one, kind of. Uh... Listen, clean the streets. If I got no more streets to clean, I'm done, bro. <laughs> How hard is it? It's a never-ending job. Yeah, but to be fair, up, up here in Newcastle, the streets are quite clean, like, to be fair. Even, even, like, for me, I think literally my income just completely stopped. So I was at a point where I was, like, looking for work. But it is everything I want to do is obviously in the events industry. So I'm, I'm in a position now where I was talking to so many different people about jobs in Dubai. They're, they're like, oh, we can't do it now, but as soon as the events are up and running, we want you mm. to come and work for us. You might yeah, as well wait yeah. and go back to, to DJing. Yeah, I'm just or, go yeah. back to normal to what I'm doing. But it's like, I would have happily just gone and worked somewhere during this time. Where Just even for a sense of purpose, isn't it? Like, because there's been some days where I felt super busy and other days where I'm just like, what is going on? I've, got, I've actually got nothing to do. And I hate that feeling. Yeah. It's nothing worse. Always something to do, bruv. 
Yeah, I know, but you know, like you kind of want urgency because you want because you want a result, mm. and uh, when you feel like that result's actually not in your hands to affect, it's uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a miss to be fair. So so um so, so yeah, it's encouraging. Like obviously, restaurants are opening, even though mainly takeaway. All the cafes are open by me. Shopping centres are now open. So the next thing, really, I think that everyone's looking for, obviously, are the clubs that open, but. Um, I think probably before that, the flats. And um, I saw some interesting stuff about flats. Obviously, I think, um, Sammy, you were saying there's a there's a guy that was sharing his experience about going on EasyJet for the first yeah, time. Yeah, he, he flew to Glasgow this morning. It was like one of like 50 people in the flight. But um, it didn't look super stressful. It looked, uh, obviously, it, it, it looked slightly, like a slightly more elongated process, obviously, in terms of going for an airport. I think the days have turned up 45 minutes before the flight takes off are probably done for the time being but um, mm. yeah it, it didn't look it didn't look anywhere near as stressful as what I thought it would be really um, obviously he's wearing a mask the, the flights is nowhere near full but um, yeah and the, the, the sort of experience inside the airport looked very limited I think it was just boots that was open there was nothing else open in the whole airport um, he flew oh, from yeah Gatwick. I didn't even think about that yeah this is oh, yeah and he, he was chatting about getting temperature checked and and, and so forth. But, oh, he did get temperature checked? Yeah, I think he did. It looked quite weird when they took off as well. Like, they had to to balance the plane. They couldn't put them all... Like, they couldn't spread them out evenly on the plane. You have to all kind of sit in the middle rows. Like, say there's 35 rows. They was all sitting sort of rows 16 yeah. to, to 20. Uh Seat, like, all the seat apart, basically. Not No one sitting next to each other, apart from people who are travelling together. Um, yeah, and then the kids once, allowed to fly. I don't know, um, but yeah, that once once the plane was in the air, they can then spread out further. Obviously, all the stewards wearing masks, and everyone on the plane is wearing a mask. But it it looks it looked doable. It looks it did it. It wasn't putting me off. Like I would I would go. Um, it's doable. It's doable until a group of ten boys are going to Ibiza on a stag or something, and they want to get drunk. There's no controlling them and stopping them from sitting next to each other. You can't even stop people from having fun on the plane when it's normal. You say having fun, mm. but like you mean going over the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah, but if there's no pubs open or limited and there's no alcohol on the plane, maybe, they're going to have to make them sort of rules, surely, up until probably September. There yeah. has to be a change. I think, I think I'm just going, with Emirates flights, they're still serving alcohol and stuff okay. like that. So I think that's where my head's kind of in that. Like even yeah. like the whole mask thing, it's only today that that's kind of been put in place in England, isn't it? or is it even just London? Nice no, to that, yes, UK, UK today. So the whole of the if UK. Only, only if you go on the underground, though, isn't it, or buses? So yeah, anything TFL, whether it's even Uber, you're meant to wear a mask. If you get an Uber now, you've, you've got to wear a mask. Oh wow! And in Dubai, for the last two months, it's been like you'll get fined a thousand dirhams if you ain't got a mask on. Anyway, is it? Yeah. Okay. What's a thousand dirhams in? Two hundred fifty quid. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about the fines here, but yeah, I've got an email from Uber saying that you can't. Um, if you book a ride, you have to you have to wear a mask. You have to have a mask ready to get to put on when you get in a car. I've seen a lot of Ubers now as well. We've got they've got like a whole plastic screen between like the back seat and the front seat. They've like duct taped a screen in the whole cab. Yeah. Well, I feel like I'm living in the future here, bruv. Seriously. <laughs> like the, wow, taxi, what have you got? The, the taxis and Ubers have had that for two months. 
Yeah, that's a, that's oh, a new okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. weren't allowed. Like you couldn't even you couldn't get you couldn't get a taxi unless they had that. Now the newest thing is if your driver doesn't have a mask on, you can like you can cancel and not get um not get charged. Not get charged. My friend works for Uber and he said he has to take a picture of he has to take a selfie of himself using the Uber app. He's the driver and he has to take a picture of himself wearing a mask before he's allowed to start the ride. Like before he's allowed to start charging you. But Serious. yeah, we are we are late compared to a lot of countries on that, I think. I feel like Dubai will be one of the first destinations that everyone will feel safe going to. It just sounds clean. Do you know what I mean? It sounds organized. It mm. just it, it doesn't sound rowdy. Like if, if I had the opportunity to like, if I, well, if I was planning on going on holiday in September, say once the weather's cooled down, that's the first place I'm booking. So just feel a bit secure there compared to other places. I feel the flight was never, it was never always packed anyway, was it? Like, you, it's, it's, a, it's a more sort of sanitary experience going on an Emirates flight than going on a yeah, yeah. Ryanair flight. Well, now yeah. standard, when you check in, they give you a box of like a mask, sanitizer, gloves, like, oh, okay. branded before you get on the plane. Yeah, I can't see, I can't see Ryanair giving you anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> And do you know what? Like, would be a good idea. Like, is driving to like Europe and stuff as well. That that'd be quite a nice little drive, like a bit of a road trip. Do you know what I mean? That's something I would probably consider more now. I've slightly wanted to waste the to do that. Yeah, like, yeah, I would use this opportunity now to do that. Like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, you and a couple the, people. The whole point of it is like you being able to stop off places, enjoying the places, but. Every, there's going to be restrictions everywhere you go. So it's like you're not even going to be able to stop in France and true. go to a nice restaurant or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True point. We're definitely the slowest. I think every other European country will be ahead of us. Mm. And then there's this change to the quarantine as well now. So obviously for, for a lot of us in this group, Spain is a destination where we do a lot of business, whether it's DJing or, or holding events. And um. Apparently now the quarantine 14 days after you get back from a destination is going to be dropped. Is that right? I think it was originally proposed that you have to, if you fly somewhere, you quarantine when you get there, which obviously would write off any sort of holiday experience. But I think, I think as of today or when the flights sort of all start opening back up, most countries within the European travel zone um, have dropped that out. So you could fly to Spain, not quarantine that end and return. And not quarantine. That's great. I mean, it's the only way you're going to get any sort of holiday. Yeah. Without taking a month off work. <laughs> um, yeah. To do it. I keep getting sort of emails from Ryanair saying, oh, book this for $29.99. Like, it's, you can see yeah. how sort of desperate they are to get people moving again. Would you go to... Um, Southern Italy, Ibiza, wherever it might be, Saint-Tropez, would you go to these places knowing that maybe only 30% of the venues are going to be open? Would, would that still be appealing for you? Nah, because think... I've never really been one to chase that kind of thing anyway. But I, I, Nah, like, if, you, if you can't go and do the full experience or something, what's the point? Mm. And I think maybe as, as being like slightly older... We think like that, but these kids won't be thinking like that. The 18-year-olds just want to go 
to think if you if, get away. Like at the start of the year you planned for your first holiday, your first boys' holiday or something, and then this happens, nothing's gonna stop you as soon as the flights go back. I'm not sure the the Malias and Cavoses and Zanties of this world will abide by any kind of social distancing or rules, to be honest with you. I think I've them got lot bookings of them. paid for July in a few of them destinations, which Well they they go. And I just think they, they've paid you already. They paid the yeah, paid deposits for, for sort of the end of July. Yeah. So I don't know yeah, how Greece Greece was one of the first to reopen on everything though, weren't they? Mm. Yeah. So they're, they're, they may be ahead of everything. Like if if you look at someone I know lives in New Zealand and Australia and they're literally back to normal. There's no yeah, I saw that. whatsoever. Their rugby games have like 100% capacity crowds. They're oh. back to normal. So maybe Greece is just in that state. I think a lot of these sort of party destination islands was, were so in need of, of UK tourism anyway that I've had these, these bookings confirmed like last month. There was no certainty these were even going to happen. But Mm-mm. they were, they, I think they were looking at it as though we, we need to get some sort of like tourism experience back. Otherwise, I don't see how somewhere like Kavos survives without English tourism. Like, Agreed. Yeah. Without sort of plane loads of 18 to 25 year olds turning up and, and drinking and, and, and spending the money. I can't see how that survives a summer season without it. But then, yeah. you, know, you know the whole thing with the restaurants opening, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, there's one restaurant that's um, reopening and obviously, I know someone that works there, yeah? And, like, they're, like, basically saying, um, yeah, we're reopening, um, but you can't have um, people from different households on the same table, yeah? Which How do you enforce I, that? I don't think makes any sense because you might have a couple who are not from the same household and you're not going to have six people from the same household. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it just doesn't make sense. So they're saying that. And then they're also saying, um, like, the waiter on your table only deals with taking your food um, order and then the other one comes and clears the plates and then another one comes and cleans it. So really, like, it's kind of quite backward because you've got three different people coming to that table. Do you know what I mean? Instead of having one person that does everything um, from your staff doing it, like they've got three different people coming to do it on each table. And then you've got even like the staff themselves, they're all from different households. So I just think like the concept of it just doesn't make sense. I just don't, I just, I just think people, I think some of these um, restaurants and companies are just saying it because that's what they've been told. Do you know what I mean? But I don't, I just don't see how practically it can work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, I'm all, I've always been quite gung ho in terms of my attitude towards this. And I'm like, We've said in previous podcasts, I'll go to Ibiza, I'll go out, I'll go shopping, I'll go restaurants. But I also want to do it once it's ready and practically ready, like you just said. Rushing it is is a mistake. I saw on the weekend there was an illegal rave up north. Loads, um, apparently. Oh, there was yeah, quite a few. The, the one big one, though, where like there was violence and mm. all kinds of allegations I'm reading um, that happened there. It's just, it's just nuts. And I guess what I'm saying is like, I think everyone's obviously super excited and buzzed about coming back, but we need to make sure like we're, we're ready because 
with I don't know, I don't want to read more headlines like that. That's that sort of stuff is not good really for us. Because even though they're illegal raves, a lot of these a lot of these lot of kids and their mums and dads are just seeing mass gatherings and all kinds of madness is happening and it'll put them up from it'll put them off from coming to our things. So that that I did make me think on the weekend, I was like, okay, yeah, we need to be careful with this. Like people just lost their minds. Mm. Probably turn up to this rave, not done drugs or drink in the longest time, you know, of a, of like an obscene level. And they've just done everything at once. Um, yeah. And then, like I said before, in one of the podcasts before, I think the quality of the drugs ain't going to be good. Do you know Because, I mean? you know, like obviously supply and demand type concept where everyone's going to be on it and everyone that's on it would accept anything that they're, they're given. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so agreed. There's no need for quality control. So I think that's it's going to be quite dangerous to just go straight into it like that. I think with that one up north, one like someone overdosed, right? Or like an 18 year old yeah. overdosed. Uh, f- Did they die? I think so, yeah. Um, mm. but this, these are probably people who have not done that for the longest amount of time, walked in there with no idea what they're taking. And the and, and next thing that happens is. But I do agree. It gives, it gives the whole industry a, a, a huge stigma for when you for for the first legal rave back. Yeah. The parents of these kids might turn around and go, "Actually, no, you're not going to that because you're kind of presuming it's going to be like that experience when it's it's not going to be that. It's not going to be a yeah. a six thousand person raving in in a field with with no mm. with no sort of control over it, with no bouncers, no yeah. security, no yeah. no nothing. But you you George being obviously like a promoter. Mm-hmm. When it does come back to doing events and stuff, would you go straight in with doing big ones or would you want to do it small first? I think, so we're, we're in quite a unique position where a few of the shows that we had post-lockdown were close to sell out. And some of those were big capacities. But we're in a, we're in a position to, to flip it, really. And if Boris turns around and says, we, you know, we're going to advise only 500, then, then it's 500. Obviously, I think... I think from a customer's point of view, this is not me being, so take my selfishness out of it. From a customer point of view, they'd probably appreciate coming back slowly mm. rather than, you know, th- th- there are some people, not loads, especially the young people, not as many, but I'd, I've, I don't know if I've, I've said this before, but some people will be traumatized about the idea of being around that many people after not being, you know, after not being out for 12, 13 weeks. So, um, so yeah, it, it, we've got things in place to, to come back on a reduced capacity if we can go bigger, then we'll look into ways of trying to make it as safe as possible. That's all you can really do. Um, but yeah, I reckon last weekend's events and some of the events that have been going on before that, illegal raves, will have an impact on, on how we have to operate for sure. I was watching that unfold and just thinking, oh my God, like this is, you know what I mean? There's no way this ain't going to come back on us. Any venue that holds kind of 1,500 and above, or even 1,000 and above, yeah, I reckon there's going to be a you know, some rules and regulations that we have to follow, which makes it all more expensive. And yeah. Yeah. You know what, as well though, George, you see like with your thing, do you know, it'd be quite sick. Yeah. Like if you did like a, like an invite only thing in a small intimate venue, yeah, did something special like that. Do you know what I mean? So the core love juice fans get to come mm-hmm. um, and just like, just, I feel like starting that way, you'll have less like yeah. ho- hoops to jump through. Do you know what I mean? But then it also, it'd actually be a sick experience for the, um, for the clubbers. Do you know what I mean? Cause for me, I would going back, like, I would love to go to an intimate um, venue and just have mm. a nice little 
like bubble. I don't know if you remember Plastic People um, in Old Street mm, yeah. or not. Yeah. But that was like one of the smallest clubs, but one of the most, what's the word? Um, it was well respected, oh, though. Yeah, like, ah, yeah. um, oh, I'm looking for a word here. Help me, guys, man. This is recording live. <laughs> Come on. Um, <laughs> it was well, I would just like to take, you, like. I would just like uh, to take this time to uh, confirm that you don't watch any of the stuff that we put out <laughs> because um, we definitely are doing that. We're doing a thing called a secret series and it's just only for 300 people. Invite. Oh really? Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sick. So nice one for watching the social. <laughs> 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 <Right there. laughs> or, or maybe it was but a yeah. setup and you two planned that. Maybe Haynes <laughs> was coming at an angle. Well, nice one, Haynes. Well, well, well. <laughs> no, no. For, for real though, we obviously yeah we thought about that. We've definitely thought about that. I think I think there's mixed. There's some people that are super excited about the idea of us just coming back big. Taking, got to- taking yourself out as a promoter though. Would you feel safe going to, or would you feel comfortable going to an event that is a thousand people up? Legit, I would. I would, yeah. But it's it's, ven- it's venue dependent. There would are some venues fabric? that. Ju- would you go to a, a basement venue with very little ventilation? Yeah, but what's the difference, though? It's- but can I say something though to that? Though? Outdoors Even- or indoors? In general. Yeah, but look, listen to outdoors the question feels though. Safe. Yeah, the thing is though, the question is like, would you feel safe? You said yeah, but let's be real, yeah. Not one of us in this chat would go to a club and have to be in the middle of the dance floor with everyone. Most of us will get VIP and go behind the decks or we'll be in that room where the general clubbers can't be. So it's, it's, I mean, it's not the same mm. kind of... It's a hard um, question to answer. Question. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and that's the thing for me. Like, even though, even though I'm a DJ, I hate big crowds. Like, I, I genuinely hate big crowds. Like, and if I had to go to a rave where I didn't have the option to go backstage, I wouldn't go. Like, not because I'm bougie or anything, but just because I feel quite claustrophobic when there's loads of people in a club. And I, and mm. I, I ain't got that space. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's weird. Like, I've always been like that, and I've never really understood it, especially as I'm a DJ. But when you're DJ and you're, you're in the booth on your own and you look at the crowd, you're not in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I see that that element which is you're, you're not getting quite the same experience as the, the punter who just turned up who's in the yeah. pocket, who's who's surrounded by 2,000 people and whatnot exactly but, and everyone's I, sweating I, I think the good thing is that people are going to definitely feel more self-aware like mm, yeah. you probably don't even realise what you do when you're in a club like just as much as like sharing drinks and all of this mm. like all of that mm. now is just going to go out the window it's a big thing <laughs> and it's yeah. massive like I think that that just people being more self-aware will make you feel a bit safer already and comfortable the toilets the toilets might improve like might be a lot cleaner do you know what I mean because yeah, they have even, to improve for them to, for anywhere to open yeah even when I saw that it was like I see a, a thing where here it was like you can't use the fitting room to try and close or to just go in but you can go and use the toilet but to me it's the same confined space that you're in. What would be the difference? No you mirror. get what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's then a even, We see with that as well, yeah? Like, I think that, like before, I would, I'd rather go to the shop and buy clothes and stuff like that. Whereas I feel like since this lockdown, I've got used to a delivery now. Like, so mm. I, I think I'm probably going to shop online a lot more than I did yeah. before. I mean, not because I'm, I fear going out, but just it's so much more convenient. Yeah, like, do you know yeah, I mean? Yeah. 
And like it, when, whenever I'd have it, whenever I'd go like Westfields and stuff like that, oh, it's a headache because like for me, like if I'm if oh, I'm not driving there, I've got my big jacket on because it's cold outside. But once I get into the um, shopping center, I've got to take my jacket off because I'm hot. But my jacket's a puffer jacket, and I, <laughs> so dressing <laughs> dressing to go to Westfield is stressful for me. So stressful. Like, That's actually true, you know. Like, honestly, That's actually so man, accurate. So. <laughs> So what I ended up doing, you know, like you get them big Primark bags, I save yeah. them. So when I do get to the um, shopping centre, I put my puffer jacket in that get Primark changed. bag. Yeah, like it's stressful. Uh, you're, you're one of them dudes that don't want to pay the £2 for the cloakroom, innit? Oh, I definitely wouldn't. No, <laughs> definitely wouldn't. That's that abundant. I'm holding my jacket. <laughs> I'm someone who hates like Westfield and that whole experience, but half me just wants to go to see what they've done, like just to see... I don't need yeah. to buy anything. I just need, I, I'm interested yeah. to see what's, what the experience is now. I'm just the just changes. Yeah. yeah. I think because it's been so long here, everything's happening. It just feels normal. Like I go, yeah. I go to the mall, you park your car, you go in, you get scanned straight away. They give you the nod. You can walk through. What temperature check as you go through the airport, as yeah. you go through to, as to you go the through the shopping center. Is yeah. it? At every entrance. Yeah. Can you see that happening here? No. no, no way. I can't see anyone doing that. How are they going to, you just ain't got the staff. And you go into the shop, you go in the supermarket, the dots that are on the floor, everyone's just literally regimented. I don't know, it just feels normal now. I, I can't think, mm. I can't remember what it's like not to do that. Mm. Yeah. Even like the other day, I know a few weeks ago, I we spoke about how quick would you go to a restaurant and that. I went in there the other day, literally same thing, temperature checkers, you're going in, get way through um you have to sanitize your hands at the reception desk before you go in go to the table i told you about the scanning the menu thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah scan it all the staff are wearing gloves and masks and then there's nothing on the table they come over with knife and fork in a plastic like just not disposable metal knife and fork but in sealed bags like wrapped yeah and tissue the same way drinks they don't open for you they just put on the side everything's like it feels the same, but it's different. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And like, you feel at ease as like well, it. right? Yeah. Like, you, this is Dubai who is so far ahead of us in more ways than one. Like, I can't see restaurants here having any of that. Well, the STK London are going to be doing um, scan for the menu. Even with that, I think to myself, like, is that going to be a standard thing? Or has STK kind of seen that from the STK from Dubai? Dubai, Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that, like, works, that's one of the things, like, is, is every restaurant going to do that? Or has STK done that just because... Yeah, but you I just mean, think, think as a restaurant, even like I spoke to you guys the other day about a brunch I want to start. But as a restaurant, think how much you save money, even as a promoter, like... The other brunches I've done here, I've had to print menus and all of that for the brunch. Like, I can change a menu when I want with this mm. QR code. Yeah. Like, it's literally a Photoshop file. Change what you want every week. Do, do what you want. It don't matter. Like, you stay in the branding. Everything's just going to... It's going to be easier. And, mm. and the thing is yeah. as well with that, because obviously you might, you might have a demographic whereby, say, for example, my nan's coming to the restaurant and she ain't really tech-savvy. So for someone in that position, you can just print out the menu yeah. on, on, a, on a piece of paper. Once they've used it, throw it's it right. away. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it, it can still be, like, work. Like, the, uh, the one thing here, though, is there's no, like, if you go to a restaurant or you go to 
a bar or whatever, you can't physically walk up to the bar and order. So everywhere is table service. Oh, is it? Yeah, so they don't want people... Obviously, if, if you're going to order at a bar, you're standing next to the next person who wants to drink next to the next person. Yeah, yeah. So ev- everything is table service. Like, you look at the bars and you go to places where you're used to seeing 50 people around the bar, they're all just empty. Yeah, I can't see that happening here either. But then, a friend, a friend I, I, think, my- I think that could happen, though, to be fair. And then when we, we, even when we were talking about, like, Ocean Beach opening... And how will they do that? They could just do the same thing. Well, like, they've said I mean, that. They've already said that's what they're tables, doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it, I think that can work here. Like I, I do. I it's think got the diff- capacity. Yeah. But- here in Dubai, you're used to it's the table service culture is embedded. Like that's mm. what you're used to. I think in England, all that you, you're going to try that, and then the service is not going to be good. We don't have the experience. Like there's, there's experience. It's now. not there. Do you get like, what I mean? Can you imagine the Weatherspoons mm. doing table service? That's what I'm saying. It's not happening. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Like, oh, but but you say that, though. You say that. I'm sure um, I've been to one of them type of places and you can order your drink from your table with an app. They, they, that already exists with like a Weatherspoons, I think. No? Normally, normally you go to the bar, text, say your number, table number, yeah. then they bring it over to your table. But, they, but you might yeah. be right. That but would they, make yeah. sense if that happens. They, 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 do have, they do have apps already like, where you can do that. Like, and remember, so. if they did that, you couldn't go Nando's, bruv. <laughs> you, can't, you wouldn't be able to walk up to the till and order. It's like going to the bar and ordering. Mm. Yeah, so but then Nando's is the only Nando's. place, Nando's is the only place where you have to go up and order. Do you know what I mean? Right. There's no other restaurant that does that. So maybe Nando's can just come to my table and take my order like normal restaurants no it won't I mean, be the same it won't be the same as long as they keep the music it's always going to be the same Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't see a lot of places here being re- like ready for that level of service and uh, in Dubai it's, it's kind of comes like it's, it's a given you know the service is going to be good you know that sort of level of they're, they're kind of experts in that that level of delivery already where here yeah. like your average high street pub or your average high street like not high-end restaurants like SDK or actually are up with the times and, and that sort of technology I, I don't know if certain things are ready for that mm. well PFC Dan Stepney Green definitely won't be ready for that that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you're actually, PFC <laughs> 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 on that level are not gonna are not gonna be ready for this like my friend who works in the city sent me a video of, I can't remember what street it was, but a well-known street. Obviously, those that have gone back to work, uh, it was about five o'clock. There was three barrels parked outside the entrance, and then the waitress would come to the barrel, ask for your drink, go back to the bar, obviously bringing a drink, and everyone's just drinking outside. just looked like a normal day in the city, to be honest. They do that on a Thursday and Friday night anyway. And this was like on a Tuesday. It looks like every the front of every pub is now the beer garden. Like, yeah, basically, without basically. really being the beer garden. Like, yeah, but that 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 kind of feels normal if you're in the city, right? So, mm-hmm. not not everyone. I think, I think yeah, Nando's is a big one, but for pubs, most things, pubs are the ones that would be hit hard if that was to happen. I just think people will queue. I just think it's a queue thing. I think they'll open a fire exit. And you'll just have to queue, and then you'll be escorted to stand in a certain area. Well, I went to uh, like a county park yesterday, and there was, I guess, yeah, I guess it was a pub, um, and the queue was just mad long, and everyone was just happy to queue. 
get their beers and just stand around and then you drop you drop it like plastic cups, drop it in the bin and, and you move. We've got the same situation with a bar like near where I am now, near the studio. There's like a there's like a bar there which is doing like you can go in, you can order at the bar, but then you have to go outside straight away. So you can basically get a drink and just take it out and drink it outside. But it, it, it quite quickly turned into people just getting drinks, going outside, drinking them, and then just going straight back in the queue to go back inside and get yeah. another drink. But then yeah. the issue you had straight away is that the fact you couldn't use the toilet in there. So it was just people... Like, oh. it was, it was, it was, I was here, I got some food from there, and I come outside and there's probably 50 people just queuing on rotation going in and out of this pub, like in, in and out of this bar just to get a pint. But then going back inside to ask to use the toilet and the staff saying, no, the toilet's not open. And the thing is like, when I've had a few beers, I need to piss every like two minutes. You're outside and you see loads of like pints on the side <laughs> and you think they're beer, but they're not. They just piss. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, like, that's kind of what it was turning into here, which is people just, pissing up everything it was a bit like it's good that you've opened and I, I, I rate the fact he's opened and, and he's getting back to some sort of new normal and starting to get some money back in in the business but yeah it was it was an issue for, for coming outside and just seeing 20 man with nowhere to piss the two meter thing's going to shut it's going to close to one meter now isn't it yeah they said all that yeah but you know the maddest thing is though yeah the vape shop around the corner from me like during this whole lockdown thing, yeah, my guy's been open, innit? Like, Never closed, yeah. But like he's he's cashing out, innit? He don't take no credit card or nothing, yeah. Well, I'm talking credit card, like man's got credit card. But he don't take any cards, yeah. It's just cash. Yeah. And you know when when there's a, an establishment that only takes cash, you know, boy, something's going on here, innit? <laughs> Bro, anyway. The next day after this podcast goes out, that place is getting shut down now. <laughs> no, 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 no. But hear what though, yeah. Hear what though, like. Where like, was it again? What's, what's, what's the address? It <laughs> here's, the, here's the postcode. No, but the cheek of it, yeah. Like now everything's going back to normal. The geezer's just told us he's going on holiday for 15 days and he's going to be closed. And I'm like, what a selfish bastard, man. Like, <laughs> essential shop. You need that. Seriously, she yeah. When do you reckon? When do you reckon shisha shishas will be? Oh, this is, waiting for this, isn't it? A, this is the a shisha place is open in England. Nah, nothing. loads of people. Did you, not, did you not see that picture I put in a group with? Um, oh, the Edra Road, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's Edra Road. Yeah, I think I think in Dubai. That's long, 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 long way away, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole thing like, of a shisha, you get it, you pass it round. You share it, yeah. Bro, it's not even the sharing thing. Let's think about what the COVID is. Like, it's a res- respiratory disease, bro. So you're smoking shisha, it's not good. Blowing it in someone else's face. Mm. Like, that's, that's, that's where it comes from. Like, yeah. The Edgware Road thing was amazing. So for anyone that's not seen it, you park up outside the shisha. You must, you must get a number. You pay the man the money, then he brings the shisha to your car window, places the shisha at the, at the bottom, obviously, of your car door, and you smoke it through the window. Amazing. And then they were doing, like, drinks and stuff as well. <laughs> I just yeah. That. But the thing it is, though... Though, but it was busy. It, it yeah, busy. well, it looked, it it looked busy. Good. But then at the same time, yeah, that's all good and well. But then when you go home... And then seven days later, you got a parking ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Double yeah, yellow. It's happening. I, I, I think I've really admired people's creative like space with just trying to keep their business open. Restaurants turning into pubs. 
you know, people out here like buying 10,000 masks from Japan, China, wherever it might be to sell. Everyone's just been at the hustle. And um, yeah. I do rate that. There's I, lo- a lot I of love that. Have sort of thought outside the box to get themselves open again. And the second, like, I don't know, Pret opens, how comes you can't open as a, as a shop that sells coffee? What's the. Yeah, that's it. What's the difference? Like, you, you abide by the same rules? You, you can't, it's not one rule for Starbucks and one rule for. John's coffee shop, is it? Like, but then, do you, think, know, you know, there's a lot of um, people that are selling food from their kitchen, like, like a lot of Caribbean stuff, um, Caribbean foods being sold. Like, so if you go on Instagram, you'll see this can mm. be a food, this can be a food, but it's like, it's Wendy down the road who's selling it from yeah. her kitchen. Do you know what I mean? Um, would you buy? Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. I would ra- much rather eat from um, Wendy or Chantel. Who's, 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 Why Chantel? I don't know. Like, like Chantel's got to cook the rice and peas, isn't it? But Wendy's got to do like the waffles and that. But hear what I'm saying, though. Yeah, like it's Wendy. It's, I'd much them rather old, buy old names. I'd much rather buy from them guys then buy from a restaurant taken away like off what, what, but how can you guarantee that it's all been safe and clinically clean and well, we, well we what is it about that that we, sounds we sounds more appealing to you it's, it's their home isn't it like do you know what I mean I doubt they're gonna be I doubt they're gonna be cooking up a food selling it and they're living in a shithole like even if they're living in the shithole it could be a clean shithole do you know what I mean like, but then bear these restaurants bruv like they're, they're dirty, bruv. Like, do you get me? And then when you order off Deliveroo or Just Eat and that, you don't know what the restaurant is. Did you? Did you oh my god! This is I true. Saw, this is true. I saw. Yeah, I saw um, a documentary a while back. Yeah, about I think it was Deliveroo or Just Eat. Yeah, and they have these pop up places. Yeah, so it's like a pop up annex. Yeah, um, and that's the kitchen. So if you ordered an Indian from this Indian place, or you ordered pizza hut or you ordered whatever they're cooking it in these pop-up kitchens yeah and then and then they're sending it off so it's not coming from the legit restaurant it's coming from a kitchen cooked from this um pop-up annex and and the reason why it got discovered is because it was excuse me it was near residential areas and the residents the residents were complaining about the mopeds being like revving oh, so coming in that yeah. yeah and that's how they got discovered and it was like a, it was a big thing so even on them these um apps that we're ordering from they're, they're not know, coming yeah. Yeah, and some of these places you if you phoned up and said oh you want to you want to pick it up they'll say no delivery only because it's not it's not coming from a legit restaurant it's from some pop-up it's interesting when i lived in basel then there was no delivery or uber eats it was like just just eat and I'd order, and then one time I literally found the place that I ordered from. And from the outside, like, <laughs> thought, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would, you would never ever even step foot in the place. But yeah. us, trust me. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're mad lazy now. The other day, me and Sammy ordered from like a corner shop. Just got you could drinks. you could order by <laughs> penis. Whatever. It's crazy. We're so lazy now. But that's the standard in Dubai, though. I remember when I first moved to Dubai, and it was like you can order your uh, one can of coke to come to your yard from the shop yeah. downstairs. Like, 
I mean, like, like, what? <laughs> like crazy, man. man. And no minimum order, like literally, no minimum order. I just want one kind of coke. Yeah, Bro, every, anything. There's there's a thing. Um, Kareem's not in the UK, is it? It's just in Dubai. Nah, yeah. It's Which is basically Dubai. Uber, but they've got a new service called Kareem now, and as long as it's like the size of, say, like two big rucksacks, nothing bigger than that, you can get that person to go and pick up anything you want. Wow. Like the other week, Nana had a, he had my headphone jack and I literally got a Kareem to go and pick it up and bring it to me. For <laughs> <laughs> how much though? It costs, like Nana don't live far, it lives about five minute drive, but it costs about three pounds. Just laziness. So, it? Just... We're lazy now, man. We are so lazy, but I'm thankful. Of course you are. <laughs> New normal of convenience. What do you reckon? Like, when do you think this is all done? August, September? Based on what we've seen around the world. I feel there's going to be an element of this for a long time. We're just not the level it's at now. It's, mm. Unless they suddenly roll out this vaccine thing or whatever, it's, it's, it's going to be around. It's just how how it's dealt with and yeah. what's in place to make sure things are but a month a month ago a month or six weeks ago we were all convinced this is October November time how much has changed in the last it's true month is yeah. mad like I, I, I think August and I don't mm. I don't think it's going to be a matter of a vaccine I just think it's just going to become a new norm mm. and I people, don't mean I don't mean to be a negative Nelly or anything, but I do oh, feel you're like not usually. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like you. <laughs> no, but I, I, I do think, man, it's going to be a second, second um, wave. Yeah, but like, I, I do, man. Well, the true test after the protests and stuff. If there's no wave after that, then. Mate, not just mm. the protests though, but there's been people f- mass gatherings on beaches. Like, if that's not. If that's not kicking off some sort of numbers, like <sighs> that's only the stuff you see. When I went, went, so that park I went to yesterday, when we arrived there, there was there had been a party the day before. There was three tables. They'd gone and bought like them cheap IKEA style garden tables that you just pop up. There was the most amount of red cups and evidence of a lot of alcohol. People have been meeting up, I reckon, for weeks. But you know, mm. only only a few things actually make it into the Daily Mail or onto Twitter. But, mm. but yeah, I, I come think outside the studio weeks, here so, yeah. every single weekend and there's like thousands of balloon canisters on the floor every single weekend. That's definitely, that's not, that's not two people doing all that. Do you know what I mean, it's not six people. It's definitely like, definitely been going on. Yeah. It's just to what extent, what impact that's going to have. Well, if, if the numbers, if we don't get the second wave, like Charlesy said, after all of this, then you know I'm not saying it was all blown out of proportion because people have died, so we need to be serious about that. But mm. yeah, uh, it, it looks good if we don't get a peak within the next sort of four to eight weeks. But then, like, don't you think? Ah, uh, do you know? I don't, I'm not even gonna go there, mate. I'm not even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not. Let's not. I know. I can see your mind ticking. I'm not. I'm not. I can see I'm the conspir- I can see the conspiracies. Pouring out your ears. Honestly, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. But let's just, yeah, I think it's it's promising. And let's 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 just pray for better days ahead. You know what I mean? It's the most positive we've seen in here in this country at least. Like we I, I didn't think shops were gonna get back 
they weren't originally saying shops on this day, were they? They were saying shops around like Fourth of July sort of period. So to yeah. get to get non-essential retail open on what's the date now? It's the fifteenth. So you're talking two weeks early, really. Mm. But still no hairdressers. It's not a problem for me, but yeah, I can see for you, bro. You, yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's a real issue, this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hairdresser, hairdressers here, is they can cut your hair, they just can't go near your face and beard. What? Huh? What? what? <laughs> this is crazy. Mad, bro. I see um, some guy I know, it's hilarious, man. He's from Liverpool. And um, I put out like a kind of one of them meme sort of quotes from Twitter. Um, about sunbed shops and hairdressers and he was like, what are you talking about? He was like, Liverpool, sunbed shops are going to open the whole time. <laughs> so if there's a peak, it's coming from that side of the world. <laughs> they, they don't care. They, honestly, they, they, they live very different to us. He was like, yeah, been sunbedding for ages. So, And uh, a lot of them illegal raisin that have been around that area of the world. So keep a close eye on that. But no, I, I, don't, I don't think, I think we're good. Based on the numbers we've seen from China, they're, talk, they're, they're saying it's a second wave, but really, very, very minimal in comparison to the numbers. Uh, what, what are the numbers? The thing I see yesterday on the, the, the potential second wave of China, it, it was a big headline from the Daily Mail saying, oh, um, the, the highest cases since, since lockdown ended in China and potential second wave which was it was, a, it was a massive sort of like eye grabbing headline which you, you, it was like a shock value headline which I'm sure thousands of people bought into but if you actually looked at the numbers it was something like 57 cases discovered in in a two or three day period which compared to the population of China is 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 so minimal like you're, you're comparing 57 cases to 1.4 billion people yeah. Obviously, that is a, that is a spike. I understand that's not good, but it's not a, that that doesn't scream second wave to me. That screams <laughs> a, a, a localized like a local flare up of yeah. infection. Doesn't scream the second wave is going to be anywhere near as the level it, the, the first wave was. Do you know what I mean? It's not the same. But I feel uh, like that's the been the biggest big headline. It was a, it was a big oh my god the second wave it was a big sort of shock tactic headline which. I think a lot that's of been the whole, are jumping at. Like. That's been the whole last 12 weeks, hasn't it? Mm. Basically, exactly that. Like, if we knew the truth, I understand when I do it, because if you, if you don't go in heavy, people just do what they want, which we've seen, right? Over the last, especially over the last two, three weeks, since it got hot and illegal raves and everything that's been going on. Um, but, I don't know. I want to be respectful for anyone that's obviously been affected by this, but it does seem when you sort of dig deep enough and look at the actual numbers and stats, it, it, it does seem like this has been broadcast as a, a huge, massive global issue. But when you kind of like, exactly like with the China thing yesterday, it's not really that big. Obviously, that, that doesn't sell that particular article. It doesn't get that click. But it's not a second wave, is it? You know? and, and I feel like the, these are the issues that, we, that uh, people see and even when they do bring back the likes of hospitalities and they do open the shops and the sunbeds and stuff, people are going to be afraid based on mm. reading these things. And that's kind of what's been my biggest bane the whole time. I switched off from the media for a long time. Only the last couple of weeks for the protest that I switched back on. But like for, for I think the first three weeks, I was really in tune to like what the government was saying. And after that, I switched off. 
You know what, though, yeah? If I feel like this now. I don't feel like this. I just want to say, like, if you're going to watch the news, yeah, watch RT News, right? Yeah, to it's me, very different. It's, it's completely, yeah. like, bro, like, there's things on RT News, it's, it's like a Russian thing, isn't it? But it's Russia Today, it, yeah. Yeah, is it, Russian is it, Today. Is they that have, what like, RT stands for, yeah? Uh, Russian, Russian thing. <laughs> but they have like USA, UK, whatever. But bro, like when when things when things are being broadcast broadcasted on UK news, and all you can see is this, 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 same, same, same. Go watch Censored. RT news. Yeah, watch RT news, bro. Like you, you'll learn stuff that's happening in the UK from this news channel. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Our, our news channels are not. Um, and not broadcasting. So for me, I feel like it's a lot. It's a lot more of a um, non-biased um, channel. Yeah, uh, I'll check it out. You know, it's uh, like, bro. Sometimes I have it on in the background, and I'd just much rather have that on. Like yeah. they challenge things. Like mm. it's 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 real. It's good. Have you watched it's Sky News Australia at all? No, it's a similar sort of thing. Because if you if you if you tune to Sky News here. And it's kind of in line with the, the the sort of what they're saying in this country. If you tune to Sky News Australia, even in, even them covering the same points as what Sky News is covering here, mm. it's a complete different kettle of fish. Like, mm. and they do challenge loads of stuff. It's not as like narrow minded as the as the news yeah. here, and it's not as it's a complete different like view of, of of on the same issues. They're looking at the same stuff, but having a complete different point of it. It seems like there's no agenda. Yeah, it's not, it's not like, yeah, where yeah, the news here is is very political and, and, and it's all kind of singing the same sort of song. But yeah. you've only got to look at a few outside and, that it's not that. And the tone, like, the t- like, oh, man. Like, you see, when you listen to, like, watch our news, like, the way they talk is very, like, <laughs> like, it's like, it's almost like hypnotising. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I swear, bro, like, it, it's, it's, it's not even a joke. I, obviously, what I just did isn't it, but... It's very like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, like they drag, they drag words, like they drag certain words. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got, he's got a point. Where and no, trust me, bro. To, and then when you listen, world. yeah, when you watch their news now, it's like they're just chatting to you normal, bro. They're not trying to like put this word in your head, like you know what I mean, subliminally, like give you that like whingy tone, like you know what I mean. And and your music, man, back. you you when you watch the news now, yeah, watch the news again, and just watch how they deliver the words and how they like have their sentences, and it's yeah, it's no, such they're trained. A rhythm, like it's a rhythm, yeah. bro. Like that shit, yeah. put you asleep, bro. Do you know what I mean? And then watch RT news, and it's just like geezer down the road, like you're just having a chat with him. He's just talking so normal. So, so part yeah. of this part of this issue is what we alluded to earlier about being a lazy sort of species really because the info's out there but you'll read a tweet or read a headline and you'll take that as fact if you actually dig deep for maybe even just five minutes you'll probably find out the truth but we don't do that and i'm, I'm a victim of that as well you read it and you believe it yeah but i, I do you know what though yeah that's very true but i also think that um a lot of people would say for example go online go on twitter or go on Instagram, whatever, see someone put something up or see someone's put a tweet up and then they will jump on that. And yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? They, they, I feel like people don't form their own opinions anymore. 100%. And it's, easy, it's easier to jump on another opinion that sounds good, do you know what I mean? And then just run with that. But yeah. Just, that has been the whole lockdown for me. 
and the last yeah. two weeks of protest. That has been the whole issue, to be honest with you. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm hoping maybe one positive out of, it, out of this is that people self-educate with all walks of life and form their own opinions because um, that has definitely been a little demon. People just jumping on other people's things. Um, yeah. I think so, it's yeah. always been the case more though to like actually analyze news and like think of like not take everything as, as facts. Like you, you know, every single paper's got an agenda. You know, every single news outlet's got an agenda. Yeah, but yeah. then, but then it's 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 comfortable for people to just accept and not challenge or think for themselves. Do you know what I mean? And I think everything we just said it applies with music as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like when you look at music, sometimes there'd be a tune, bro. Like, if if you play me a tune now, yeah, and I like it, I'm gonna say, yeah, this is sick, yeah. And then I I do think that there's a certain certain tunes I listen to before they've even blown. I'll be like, yeah, this is gonna blow. Do you know what I mean? But then there'd be another tune that blows and I'm like, oh, I don't like that tune. And I think like it's the same, like people are the same with music. Like they jump on this tune trend, because yeah. yeah, because it's trending, not because they like it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think that's why music has kind of become quite like fast food, like do you know what I mean? Quick in and out type thing. Do you know what I mean? There's no like there's no there's no like soul and longevity to the to, to certain tunes now. Do you get me? And then, and then it, it goes into like even like being a tastemaker, being being a DJ, being an influencer. Do you get me? Like let's be real, George and Sammy, yeah, in the house thing. If you if you man both said now, oh, this is a tune, this is popping. You take that a lot. A, of, a lot of people that follow you, or I don't mm. know a lot, but there there are going to be people that follow you. That is gonna go. Yeah, this is a tune. Sick. Yeah, but they're not no, gonna think why it's a tune. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But that, that, that even goes to like, if you know producers or you have friends that make music, there's a, almost like a thing in you that will automatically like it as well. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, as, as uh, I don't know. It's like a bias because you know that person. You mean? Yeah. And I but think don't, don't you think don't you think it a works bit the other that? way as well? Works yeah, both but, ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you might know yeah. someone you think, oh, it's not as good because I know them, which is a, yeah, yeah. But then that's coming from that's coming from a hatred heart. Do you know what I mean? There's no love there. Do you get me? Like, but I do think like sometimes when someone like what you just said, Chelsea, I think a lot of that might come from the fact that they know this person, so they can understand the music a bit more. Do you know what I mean? They can mm. understand that person, they understand the music, they understand what they're trying to do and they can relate to that sound or that song that they've made because they it fits them. Do you know what I mean? Or not? Like, mm. Yeah, I, I don't know about the Hatred Heart one. It, it's just, it's... I don't, I don't, that, that, that was a bit strong. I don't know what the word... That was, that was a bit strong. <laughs> I don't know what the word enough, is, but yeah. there is a perception when you know the person, you've got a relationship with them, they send you the music I guess it goes with anything. You, you, you're conformed in a way. You digest sort of it differently, like. Yeah. Than, I don't know. It's such a strange thing. Maybe it's a DJ thing. I don't know. If you get sent a song from someone you know, like, and you know they've just started making music, I get this a lot, but if you get sent a song from someone you know who who just 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 got on the music thing, just started making beats themselves, and they've just, like, they're, they're, they're a month in, for example... Mm. And they send you something which is actually sick. You know they've not. You know they've just started doing it, so you might not actually think they're sick. 
uh, you, you digest it differently where I've, I've kind of always said if you just go like if you've got something which you think is half decent go and play it out somewhere in front of someone and then t- like let that be the test rather than send it to them like yeah mm. yeah but it depends who like I think if any of you were to send me something my opinion would be my honest opinion mm. yeah if mm. someone that's close to you sent me something or not as close as what we are I'd probably just be like yeah that's that's decent still like, you wouldn't really have a, as much you of, an analyze it. of it. Nah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. yeah. And I think even, even back in the day on radio, it's like I'd still just play someone's track because I know them. Mm. Yeah. Even if I wasn't necessarily completely feeling it. Do you know what I mean? Okay. But then even when I was doing so radio. So radio is political, yeah? But, Oh, 100%. That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. George Radio is political. Any song you got played on my show, you know. <laughs> Any, every single song. Tell me a song that you haven't sent. My whole catalogue. I don't even know how I didn't even get in trouble for that because BBC come down heavy on them things, boy. George Mensah, Love, Love Juice Record. Every, everything George Mensah. Love Records. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then, where you're quite more like you're affiliated with Love Juice, ain't that wouldn't that pass? Like, do you know what I mean? Nah, it's even worse. Worse, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, even disturbing. So London, what about disturbing? Yeah. When I used to get, if, there was a point when I think it was like Young Bane, Young and and a couple and Wizkid and a couple others, and I, I literally played 15 minutes, and all of their tracks were in, and my producer was like, "Ah, oh, you need to start being careful about the disturbing London tracks, playing them too much." And I was like, yeah, but they're all hot tracks, not just tracks that I'm playing. Yeah, you play them regardless yeah. of whether it's on Disturbing or and not. she was like, yeah, you're right. But just in general, just have it in your mind that, because it's not, I won't get in trouble, the BBC get in trouble for not. Really? Being Why? For not just being fair. Like, it's, it's biased. Bias. Meant to be yeah. unbiased opinion. And, yeah. and if, you look at, if you look at one extra, half of the station are like, either kind of big tastemakers or record label execs mm. or producers. Like mm. there's either artists that have shows, obviously twin target, big record label people. So it's, they can get in a lot of trouble. This uh, might be one for another podcast, but as an up and coming artist listening to this, you'll be quite afraid to hear this, right? Not afraid, but it'll put you off because if, you, if we're obviously saying that, well, we play our mates' tunes. If you're not in that circle, how'd you get through? Yeah, but for as many tunes as I'm playing my mates, I'd also play what I like. Okay. And then at the same time, we know this industry, bro. Like, we, we probably all wouldn't have got to as far as what we have unless it was for who we know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the reality. And it's the reality of it, like, in general. Yeah. It's always who you know, bro. Whether you like true. it or not, it's always going to be have some, some element of that. Uh, I, yeah, no, I, w- I wouldn't have been on one extra if it weren't for who I knew. 100%. Yeah. Fair statement. It's just good for people to know. That's, a, that's true, actually, because, like, how many, how many people get a job from their CV? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Every little job I've done, like little like bits and bobs I've done in like growing up and that, it's never been because I handed in a CV and they were like, Oh, I really like your CV, man. Come through. Do you know what I mean? It was someone well, I like, like that. Yeah. yeah like, what as in, in our industry or in general? No, not even job. industry, like just yeah. I think like, it applies for both, doesn't it? It applies outside. I of think all. so, yeah. It's 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 